0: Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. This week, Jake and I start talking about some Tiny Desk concerts. I then recount my harrowing tale of being sick over the last few days. Jake then plays a clip that gives us an opportunity to talk about one of our favorite things, aliens. We then share some stories about condoms, and I redeem myself and call out Jeff Bezos at the same time. Now it's time for you to do your part and help melt the snowflakes. So remember to subscribe to the show, share us with a friend, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at tod podcast, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode of the show.
1: For example, I don't, I don't, like I don't like to listen to a lot of different like albums per se, like legit shit that's been recorded and and sold to the masses. I like more the live stuff. So I listen to a lot of like um, NPR does the Tiny Desk concert. Yeah, I love yeah, that
0: you're telling us about that in a previous yeah. episode, and it's pretty cool, yeah. man. I've checked out a few of those. There's some really good, awesome artists.
1: Yeah, and then there's like. Um, uh, this one I was listening to, Jam in the Van. One of my buddies at work, um, he turned me on to J.J. Gray and a MoFroze, their live album, which I Amo love. I, I know <laughs> I like that, the yeah, Mofros. I know you don't really care for that album. There's a couple particular songs in the, in that album, but I, I love it. I listen to it probably once a week. But they did a, a Jam in the Van. And just music that, it just doesn't seem rehearsed. When it's live, like there's more, it's fucking feeling to it. There's, there's something in it. It's not just... Um, I don't know, it's Just it's just totally different to me than something you'd hear off of an album. Not so, saying that I don't listen to that, but when I sit down, you know, my computer or listening to music at home where I can leave my phone plugged in or something and mm-hmm. and pull up a live concert, that's what I'll listen to.
0: Well, and see, I love live music, and my wife absolutely hates it. Uh, she, she is not a fan of it because she doesn't like to hear the people in the background. But to me, at a live show, you get to hear a little bit more... You get to hear, and in some songs, like, all right, here's an example. I'll give you an example. Uh, tonight, I was actually trying to find an example of, uh, all right, a version of John Hyatt's Have a Little Faith in Me live. And when I search Amazon Music, they've got three versions on there. It's not the version that I'm looking for. And I was like, all right, well, let me check out one of these other people who's covered this song. Maybe it's going to be just as good. And, you know, like, looked, I've watched the show The Voice, and actually a lot of those people are very talented musicians. So I was like, I'm going to see if maybe this guy really nailed it.
1: See, and no, that's did funny. It. Because like I, I hate that
0: shit. Well, cause, <laughs> I'll tell you, the like, voice is a lot different than American Idol. I was very surprised by it. It was, a, it was one of those things where my buddy turned it on. He's like, hey, dude, just give it a chance. He's like, I know this is not a Josh show. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a chance. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, they've got some legit songs on this show. Like, they've got some people who sing songs that
1: you don't hear on the radio from amazing artists, and they nail it. All right, so maybe it's not necessarily the... It's sitting down and watching it. Like if I could yes. listen to it, then that's different. Because I like to do shit. Like I'm always that's what I do. I'm always doing something.
0: Yeah, but yeah. So, but I was looking for this John Hyatt song. I listened to this voice cover, and I was like, ah, this is just shit. And my exact words was, this guy does not sing the song with the pain that it's intended for. Mm. Like there is, there is when John Hyatt sings it, he has this sound of like, hey, I'm trying. He, he's 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 singing to a person saying, you know, out of everything that I've ever done, I just want you to fucking some faith in me. And he's not getting it. The that, that, that woman's never given him that faith that he should just deserve after all these years. And there's that pain to it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, he still loves her. That comes through in his voice. Not in the lyrics, but in the voice. How do you capture that emotion? Now, Gary Clark, when he sings some of his songs, you've got that, that, that raw emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. But then musically... His band is really tight, because for me, you have to have both. You have to be a very musically tight
1: band to be able to then express the lyrical portion of it. Okay, yeah, you've got to hold serve. The band, the musical portion of it has to hold serve, not just the song or the voice or the vocal performance. Agreed.
0: So I'll tell you, so uh, Rogan, today on Rogan, he released an episode with Sturgill Simpson. I haven't. Stop. Don't kill it for me. I'm not going to talk about the episode. I'm just going to tell you, I, I love Sergio. Oh, there's a lot f- of his stuff that I, I'm not a huge fan of, but he's got some amazing songs, and when you hear it, and then you hear his stories. like He's been on Rogan several times. When Never you heard lis- him. Are him. He's been on three or four times, but when you listen to him, you're like, oh, I get it now. Like I get where your songs are coming from, from another level. And it, it, it then holds true a little bit more. It rings true, and he's a little bit more
1: genuine i'm I'm looking forward to listening to it because I, I do listen to his music and he actually has an awesome tiny desk concert. I fucking love it. It's like a fifteen mm. minute set and it's great. yeah, but no I'm looking forward to to, to getting to know the artist more in that interview. So that's why I said I, don't say I would tell you this it. one. Go
0: back to find his last episode on Rogan. Um, and this is gonna be a horrible podcast where we're talking about other podcasts. but, I would say go back and find another episode of his. I've made it about halfway through on this one, and he's in with his band, and the flow just isn't there because you can tell the other guys are not necessarily used to being in front of a microphone, and so it's kind of split a little bit. If you go back to the last episode with Sturgill, you get to really know him, and you're like, damn, this guy's a pretty awesome musician. Like, I found it incredible. And you know what? I'm not even going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. You can come back and tell us next week.
1: Yeah, no, I – I didn't even realize you were recording. That's funny. I thought we were just bullshit and waiting for Mo. We are, but
0: you know what, <laughs> What ends up happening? You know what? I ends up pissing me off all the time. We that,
1: talk about shit all the time. It's like that would be great. Yes. Yeah. I just know.
0: Absolutely fucking blows my mind, man. It blows my mind. I
1: I've think got it's to... okay, I think it's ahead. hilarious because I catch myself like we're just we just bullshit on the phone. Like we try to always talk at least once a week. I find or I try to yeah. at least get a hold of yeah. you once a week at some point other than the podcast just to bullshit. But I always catch myself. Every fucking conversation is like, God damn. I wish that was recorded. I do. (laughs) And it's fucked up because this is how, like, what we're talking about now is is our general normal conversation. I just find that very odd that, I don't know, it's just funny to me.
0: See man, you know, it's, it's difficult and I think one of the reasons podcasts are really becoming, you know, everyone has one now. And, and you know what dude, I, I've come to the conclusion. When I started this, I was like, hey, I kind of hope this blows up. I hope I get a bunch of people. I hope we can monetize this. And, and as I started to do it more, we've been doing this for almost six months. Have you realized that? That this month is our six month <laughs> anniversary of this show.
1: Really? Yes. I had no idea. See, we I do this more this for me. April.
0: Exactly. And so I started thinking about it. I was like, man, there, there are so many people out there doing podcasts, but who cares? Because I'm enjoying it. We've got somewhere between 500 and 1,000 listeners every uh, episode and, and we go really? through it. Yeah. And people so are nuts. I know, they're insane, <laughs> but I love them. I absolutely love them. But what's no, nice great. about it is we, we have this community and what's really weird, and here's where I'm going to challenge them. Hey, you guys are a silent community because like, on our Twitter dude, we got like 100 Twitter followers. So I'm like alright, so we got 10% of our people who <laughs> listen to our episode. Wait, wait, wait. We have a Twitter? We have a Twitter. Uh, Bro, you gotta check out our Twitter. Uh, <laughs>
1: You gotta check out our
0: twi- You might not like our Twitter, man. Our, our Twitter, it, it, it really is kind of super right wing, because uh, it just points out really? stupid shit. Like uh, I had a video on there that was uh, posted earlier this uh, earlier this week, where there's a bunch of Antifa people. They're blocking a 90 year old woman crossing in a crosswalk and screaming at her, calling her a Nazi. And she's so confused and scared. And I'm like, dude, you, she has a walker, and she's in a crosswalk. That's horrible. She, like, what's wrong with you people? It's that kind of shit. But apparently I'm a super right-wing asshole for saying that.
1: Even if she was an Aussie, look at her. She's old and feeble. I mean, laugh. She's terrified. If you're going to do terrified. that, just, I mean, come on, It's just
0: yeah. Anyway, it, it, So our Twitter, If you you might actually really enjoy our Twitter. And I'm going to apologize in advance. My voice is kind of breaking. I've been a little under the weather this week.
1: Yeah, man, I'm uh, glad to hear you're feeling better.
0: Yeah, uh, it was it was kind of crazy, but I'll tell you this. It, it's funny because uh, I know I told you about this. is one of those things that we had talked about off air is uh, one of my friends was in town, okay? And <laughs> my friend, when they found out that I wasn't feeling well and I wasn't able to make it out for the night, dude, I had a fever of 103, and I was like, guys, I, I don't feel well. I got to stay home for tonight. And I went out the night before We went out to a steakhouse We went out to a cigar bar I'm sitting there with like chills And shivering And I'm like fuck it I'm eating steak I don't care I'm drinking wine And getting fucked up no with No
1: wonder you got pneumonia Going to a fucking cigar bar <laughs> Sickered and shit Yeah You earned that one man I sure did
0: I sure did But anyway I was, I was sick at home And uh, I came downstairs And I felt like shit And it's like 2 in the morning And I thought I heard somebody At my door And I was like what the fuck And I, I just kind of was laying there and, and about 10 minutes later I got up And I looked down And I was like My fucking house is toilet papered <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch, is it seriously toilet papered out there? Is that what I'm seeing, or am I like delusional from this fever? And I walk out, and I open my door, and I trip over some fucking Gatorades. And I was like, oh, my buddies, they, okay, all right, they brought me Gatorade. It's all good. It's all good. And uh, the, the fucked up part, dude, is that the next day I walk out, and I'm out there with 102 fever, pulling off this, all this toilet paper out of my tree, and my neighbor looks over, and my neighbor's like, did you piss off some teenagers? I said, no, no, two cops in their 30s. <laughs> <laughs> The neighbor said, excuse me, I said, it was two cops. Two police officers in their 30s that did this in the middle of the night. And they're like, who are you going to call? I was like, no one. I think it's hilarious. Like, look, I am not a bitch. I'm a guy. That's guy humor. If they had not left the Gatorade, I'd have been furious. But these fucking people are not my friends. <laughs> but they left me Gatorade. They left me six Gatorade. Hey look, dude, I hate Gatorade. I won't even fucking drink. Th- I had two of them. But I did not drink all the Gatorade. I gave the rest of them away because it's just sugar. But... If they had not done that, pure assholes. They cared. They cared enough to bring me something to make me feel better.
1: I'm just surprised that you had to further explain that to your neighbor. Like he wasn't catching on. Like, oh shit, he knows these guys. Oh, it's it's a friend thing to do. Ooh. Like everyone just, man, they don't get humor like that anymore. That's sad because hey, you man. guys, you guys have been doing that for years. You guys, you guys fuck with each other constantly, and you guys. I mean, you guys get off on it.
0: Well, I mean, get off. Yeah, we kind of do get
1: off. Yeah, no, you guys enjoy it. <laughs> Don't. It's it's a sick, twisted thing I've been witness to, and somehow I've caught trap. Oh, all my time. God. I was talking to a, a new employee at my job today, and she was saying
0: something like, Oh, my friend pulled a prank on me. Uh, they, they put forks in my, my uh, lawn. I was like, Forks. They're like, Yeah, they got like a thousand plastic forks. I went out there and stabbed forks into my lawn. <laughs> and I was like, I've never heard of that one. I'm a little ashamed I've never heard of that one, but that was pretty good. I mean, that is pretty good. But toilet paper and that kind of stuff. Um, but dude, I, I have one. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know if I should tell this one on here. I, I got this whole thing that kind of leads into it. Maybe I should wait for Mo. But uh, now, nah, fuck I, I too it. Too late now. Fuck it. So I, I have a few different stories, and I was going to tie it in with a couple different ways. First of all, um, oh, how am I going to fucking bring this one up?
1: I just fucking go for it. Well, I mean, I've got like three things is. that
0: tie together. All right. So. Statue
1: to limitations, man. It was years ago. <laughs>
0: uh, well it's not even really a prank It's more of just a fucked up thing I did um, So I'm trying to get with Cast right now by the way guys um, Cast is The the program that we record through We've had a few issues with them already
1: uh-huh.
0: And This week the episode That we did something happened Jake you're typing is fucking loud as shit bro. I
1: know I don't know how to get rid of that <laughs> You don't
0: um, So they fucked up and for some reason mo's audio when it came through is like a second off of all of ours so by the end of the show he's like 15 seconds off (laughs) and so we're talking and it makes no no sense at all um yeah yeah anyway anyway so you guys have anything you want to talk about today
1: Actually, yeah, I wanted to start off with something. I got a quick little news clip. It's oh, oh about three Jake, minutes. you're
0: taking it. You're taking it from the top. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh go shit, with this. go, bro, go. Because
1: this is something that it, it's been. I've been wanting to ask, and I, we just haven't been able to. I don't know, fit it in. Mm-hmm. So this was something that came out on the news about a month ago, and what I want you to do is listen to the story, and then give me your theory. Okay. All right, I'm ready. All right. has been investigating ufos unidentified flying objects and weirdly no one seems to be too worked up about it the remarkable admission by the pentagon came as a result of reporting by the new york times pretty august publication which published a story of the mysterious ufo program over the weekend in response to questions from the times pentagon officials this month acknowledged the existence of the program insisting that the effort had ended after five
0: years back in 2012. I've got a lot of thoughts on this, so I could go for a while. How, how long do you want me I to
1: go? want your one theory. Like, you, you're going to pick one and go, this is what I think it is, they are, whatever. I, I want so one.
0: So, we have somebody very close to us in our life who claims they have been abducted. We do? I do. Jake and I Oh. Do.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: and the story that they tell is very in line with it of what the the, the the byproduct is now i mean i don't know you guys remember the x-files if you've ever actually truly watched the x-files there's the overarching storyline that aliens are here there's an outer space galactic war bullshit blah 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 to me i am i am in the mindset that there's too much out there all right and every day we are inching closer to cracking certain codes now there was a paper that was put out earlier this week that I haven't had a chance to read the full paper. I'm having a hard time finding it.
1: All right, come on. People... You got to get no, no. You got into a theory here. What is yeah, your? Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay.
0: The theory I think really is is yeah, they're there. I think they're absolutely there. What are they? Some. I, I think intelligent life form. Well, here here's the better question: is 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 there, they're intelligent for sure. But I don't know where they're from when they're from or what dimension they're from With string theory and multiverse theory the, we, we could easily be slipping in and out of multiple div- dimensions all the time and To me there is no doubt in my mind. Yeah It doesn't operate in our laws of physics because their dimension doesn't have our laws of physics to me, that's not outside the realm of possibility. The researchers this week are saying time travel is not impossible anymore. Like, hey, we may have found a way that time travel is possible. That blows my mind. That is beyond the concept of what we're well, able to experience. Yeah. So when you looked at, uh, what was the movie? Uh, Interstellar? Mm-hmm. Where we came back from another dimension to try to save ourselves. But to us, they looked like aliens. Now... This is yeah. We, we kind of touched on this because we talked about it during the Tic Tac video when the Tic Tac video was released.
1: That was the
0: story. Yeah. But what so, I, I
1: want I want you know I want just just wanted the theories. I was just curious to see what you guys <laughs> came up with.
0: I guess my theory kind of ties in with so much more of it though. If if you're looking because look dude I I to me I'm a kind of an amateur nerd geek astronomer like I love that kind of stuff. I don't I'm not smart enough to understand it, but my free time that's what I like to read about. And when you're looking at I mean not know that yeah when you're looking at the things like the particles and whatnot and and when you listened to um, what was his name Uh, Bob Lazar when he was on Rogan again we're talking about Rogan but when you watch that or you watch the documentary that was just recently out which is just a file it's a flaming pile of dog shit and he was able to pinpoint (laughs) certain things where you're like hey This this element is actually in existence. Element one fifteen or one sixteen or whatever it is, and it wasn't on the periodic table yet. And he's like, "This is what these crafts are powered by," and then years later they find that element, and they're like, "Oh, this is kind of a super unstable element, but yes, if you were be able to harness this, there there might be some potential there to use it as a fuel." Like, all right, it's not behind the it's not beyond the realm of possibility that these these technologies exist, and that it's us just in another time, space, or dimension.
1: Well, that kind of goes in line with my little theory. I, I think it's AI coming back to visit its creators. And I think that's why you don't see them in space. They never, And nobody ever sees these things, you know, it's people that are out there orbiting the planets, astronauts. They never see these things. There's never any satellite damage or any anything weird outside that we've seen. Everything seems to be here. Within within the um, atmosphere,
0: see. But the one glaring part that's going to have a hard time that's with the huge. theory there. Yeah, no, is I get it. You have the Foo Fighters. In fact, it's funny because Mo actually has put his name in as Foo this week. But the Foo Fighters during World War II, where the Japanese and the Americans were saying they were seeing with such prevalence and in such frequency during the war, and they were unexplainable flying orbs and objects around their planes. When you started seeing them, and look, again, you know I'm a huge Trekkie. I think first contact has already happened. I think when we started blowing up nukes and flying into space and going to the moon, we were contacted. And there is a very small group of people who, and look, dude, I know this is out there,
1: but it's not Why outside the realm of possibility. That's kind of an interesting thought.
0: Hey, and they were like, hey, here's what happens. All right, you're on the verge of this technologic explosion. We know you, like, because at this point, Roswell's already happened. If you believe that there are alien spacecraft somewhere in Roswell or somewhere in Area 51, you don't think those aliens are like, hey, we already know that you have all of our technology documented. We know you're about to explode into it and you're trying to reverse engineer it. So you don't make these mistakes. Here's who you are. And then there was a division of the government that was set up that gets to kind of operate within secrecy without anybody looking into it, including the president at the top of the levels. It's certain people only X file status. And they are the ones who are now guiding us to what first contact will truly look like.
1: Okay. All right. You, so, this, you were right. This was a lot more.
2: Yeah. It's like, is this a
1: conspiracy what? or is this a fact? No, it was like okay. a G14
2: classified group of men that know about this so sure
0: if you you think about it they would be saying hey this technology is coming out but then the unintended consequences is how that technology affected our social fabric and that's what you're seeing now because you had no idea how that was going to possibly play out with cell phones and everything else that came out because once you give that technology to the masses and we're all seeing it on a larger scale how do you then tie it into our regular lives and we can't keep up with that evolution of technology
2: right well yeah well we're seeing the side effects now we're seeing rise in depression anxiety we're we're seeing a lot now come to life after i would say good eight to ten years of being heavily involved with social media i'd say started in 2008 yeah. even a little bit earlier but now you got me that. curious
0: About what would Mo? What's your theory? Like, what do you think the possibilities
2: uh, are? Well, it's very simple in my head. Uh, If this universe is infinite and this is in a simulation, the possibility of other like beings, whether they're intelligent or not, whether they can travel or not, exists. Thus, maybe one of them can by an accident. Maybe they're smarter, so they know to avoid us because we be considered primitive compared to them. Mm -hmm. So they so they would stay away. But maybe something happened in his spaceship and he just, you know, happened to accidentally pop up in front of us. That that that, that makes sense to me. And he dipped the second he could. He's like, oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs>
0: Where did this well, so happen, now- by the way? Jake's got me chewing on this, though, because if it is a AI coming back to, to visit us, hmm. that's a that's pretty legit theory.
2: Possibly, but... I don't I don't know why time has to get involved when we're speaking of other creatures. Why do they have to be from us? Why are they not from
1: a different galaxy or you know or a system? So I I actually had a second one that this month might sound very, very odd. So these things have been seen over water as well. Mm-hmm. And this particular one there was something under the water. They they go under the water, they've had them on radar under with submarines and above. Um, so what if before we evolved to what we were, dolphins had a civilization under the water, <laughs> and they had—they actually legit because they're smart. We know that they have massive brains like we are, and but they—they they communicate within their pods. What if there was a species of dolphin here that actually what if, left? What the if planet? they still exist? And now, hold on, but no, they're coming. The ones that are here are studying us. They've been the select few and every so often, every so many years, they come back and they, they swap out. Okay, you're going to be here for the next 50 and we're going to leave.
0: So they're doing tours of duty like, uh, like yeah. troops? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta oh switch wow. Our troops,
1: our troops are getting tired.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Our do, Iraqi dolphins need to be rotated. Do you, do, you want uh, to take... Having... Out. <laughs> what would be the dolphin Benghazi? I don't know. A oh, bunch right. of fucking See, I, dickheads out fishing for dolphins. <laughs> right, I, I just don't. I don't. I'm sorry. The dolphin theory, man. I have a hard
1: time getting behind. Yeah, that's a, well, I'm I'm just just wrong, Jake. I'm
2: sorry. I don't know yeah. what you've been but smoking AI lately, one, but that that yeah. sounds
1: like a good, interesting strain to consume. I just wanted. I just wanted something different. I mean, okay. let's just be creative with it because we really don't know the answer.
0: The AI one is different. I have not actually heard that theory before. And, and if you chew on it, the longer you chew on it, the more it makes sense. And the reason you know? why it's from us is because, dude, the space is huge. It's very difficult to get to places. And you know what? Maybe it took them some time to figure out how to come back. Right. So by that time, they've expanded out. They were maybe able to acquire that technology like the Borg somewhere else. And they were like, hey, let's go back and see who our creators were, like what we have. So yeah. I don't.
2: I still don't get it. You, you guys speak of AI as if it's something that is gonna be like out there.
0: Oh man, I, I have I have no yeah. doubt in my mind that no. AI is the next step of human evolution. No. We 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 at some point humans will be extinct. And if you, you can that, that is yeah, it,
2: sure, but you can't capture
0: spirits. So I mean, you can
2: AI fantasy all you want. But it's, it's not the same. Who, who says AI same. has
0: spirit? It's not, it's
2: still going to be a sentient yeah. yeah. being. Well, might well be for atheists, and, for atheists so. and agnostics, they link the spirit with consciousness, you know? So if AI gains consciousness, they just say, oh, look, they have fucking spirits too. Because then AIs can be like humans, they can be omnipresent, they can see themselves in the future, in the past, they can imagine themselves as whatever, you know? They can think outside the box, see, they're not just reacting.
0: You know what I'm the saying? The big glaring, fa- the problem in the AI theory to me would be is if they are so smart to come back and time travel and everything else like that to see us, do they not have the ability to cloak themselves and hide them from the
1: people who created them? Right. They care. Why would they care? Well,
0: I guess why would they care? But, it, you know, if, if we caught on and said, hey, we figured out this is AI and someone was able to say, hey, this is an AI, we, we shut that shit down now. No, we won't. But Why? We won't. Why we won't. We won't shut, shut it, it, down? it down. We well, won't well, shut it down. Other, well, the other... Because what it would end up... Think about it. For, for, the
1: only reason I think that... Well, how well, do we know who's not controlling it? That's true. What if it's school kids? That's their project. Oh, that's crazy. Hey, just send that Tic Tac back. It's fucking Miss... What was it? Miss Frizzle? Where they had the magic school bus? Oh, now shit, the school dude. bus is just a fucking Tic Tac? Hey,
0: you're Let's right. Let's go
1: back and see the ancient dolphins? You're right. Yeah, have some fun with the theory. But but why are we why are we so focused on
2: ETS and not focused on what could be living and dwelling in our planet, deep inside the oceans?
0: Well, we are, but I think we our technology, honestly, I think, is more limited to those depths. I think we have more limitations to some places on our planet than we do in space. We have gone millions and millions and billions of miles traveled in space through unmanned crafts and we still haven't seen some of the d- deep parts of the ocean just because the technology is not there yet. It's that, is, that, that is I mean, exactly. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's pressure. Crush. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it blew my, here, here's a fun fact and I, I remember looking this up because when you told me, Mo, it blew my mind. Jake, how deep is the Nile River? How deep do you think the deepest part of the
1: Nile River is? Just for its, Just for the fact of how old it is, Mm-hmm. And how much erosion happens over time? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say like a median depth of like 180, 180 feet. Yeah, <laughs> a
0: mile. What? Five thousand two hundred some feet deep. Are you the Nile fucking is kidding a me? Mile yep. deep. When he told me that I called bullshit to the loudest, I, I, I climbed up to the mountain times, mountain tops, and just started screaming. Mo is so full of fucking shit. Yeah. And then he I did. looked it up, and I had to eat the biggest piece of crow in my life because I he was right. I would have never guessed. It is insane no to me shit. that that river is a mile deep. But, so when you start to look at some of the stuff that we have going on here, yeah, there's no. I understand why it's not explored. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: it's insane, dude. It's uh, and you know, like Fuck! Like ancient prophecies. Speaking of them, how wide is that fucker? It's how about a kilometer. Like where I used to go, just to hang out and play kilometer. soccer. Dude, you're in America now. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, hope Long, I, I don't know what a kilometer. kilometer is. Yeah, I think it's about a kilometer, <laughs> thousand Long. meters. I don't know. How like...
1: many fucking miles? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: I think I remember actually looking this one up too, and at its <clears throat> widest points, it is almost a mile wide. It is,
1: yeah, but right. that's not. That's not in I Cairo. I know you're gonna bitch at me about my typing, but I don't care. I'm gonna have to look.
0: Uh, go ahead. No,
2: I. Uh, no, this is of. Uh, but what happened?
0: He muted himself.
2: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so Ethiopia wants to build a dam to start harvesting energy, and mm-hmm. uh, and that dam will put Egypt through famine if they decide to, you know, close the valve one day. And so maybe uh,
0: Ethiopia is like, "Hey, it's Egypt's turn."
2: um <laughs> possibly but i want you i want you to go look at the map right now and tell me what would you do if you were egypt and saw just this part of the nile being there and they were a
0: geography lesson or a podcast
2: well no it just Man, I, it, I, like,
0: I like
1: geography
2: yeah it, it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy because like you know when i was a kid my grandma used to tell me oh it's written in the bible people will fight over water one day i'm like grandma Shut the hell up! You know, who's gonna fight over water? It's literally everywhere, you know. But then I think of that dam, and and like I know, like that's something. You know, when you're a strong country like that, and you're being threatened by famines, and your the floods are not gonna reach your agricultural farmland anymore, and you have a military that big, I'm pretty sure you can. You're gonna strike. You're gonna do something. You know.
0: Amen. The Greeks and Romans went to war over salt. So fighting over water is no different. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's... Salt you're... used to be the most valuable commodity there was.
2: Really? I didn't know that. Over salt? Th-
0: that saying... Yeah, well, the saying, you're worth your weight in salt. salt oh, was yeah. It. Salt was how you preserved your food. Salt was how you did everything. If you didn't have wow. salt, you didn't have meat to preserve. You couldn't smoke it. You couldn't dry it. It was all salted. It was jerkied. Right. You know? Yeah. Hell, gotcha. dude, people until, you know, back in the day, they used to salt their salad. The word salad comes from a diversion of salt
2: okay like would
0: would 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 a, would, a,
2: would a strike be justified a strike yeah like a, a strike on the dam which will, will cause war between the two nations like would that be I something would assume like
0: that the un would step in before that yeah well you they're would pretty... think that the un would step in before that
2: you don't know well yeah i guess okay
0: all right all right can we lighten this topic up just a little bit yeah absolutely <laughs> so i've got a story to tell you guys and it kind of ties into a few different things um, the first part being is i was reading an article today that there is a new male birth control that is being tested in seven different countries it comes in the form of a steroid hormonal gel that you rub onto your arms and shoulders and it basically kills your entire sperm count but does not kill your sex driver testosterone being that most women take a hormonal pill would you take one for the team? Jake, now I know you're snipped, but in the day, would you have taken one for the team and put this gel on so that you didn't have to worry about getting chick knocked up?
1: So it's like a lotion? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't give a shit. Now, here's the thing Am I going to remember? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well you put
0: it on like daily. You just rub it on like sunscreen But I think they really the marketing team really missed the boat on this one You tell me I need to rub it on my arms and shoulders Why don't you give a lotion for me to rub on my junk so every day when I'm beaten off? I'm basically making sure I'm not having babies at the same time. Yeah, I feel like it's a win-win two birds one stone Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. I mean the only people that this doesn't work for are the dry guys. But, you know, it goes back to the, the condoms, all right? So I was talking about condoms, and I haven't thought about a, a condom in ages, and it made me think of this story. So I, I used to go visit my family in uh, summertime, and I was at my aunt and uncle's house, and I come oh, downstairs fuck, I one day. Yeah, I come downstairs. <laughs> it was like 8 o'clock in the morning. I just woken up, and I was sleeping downstairs on an air mattress or whatever. And I, I came downstairs, and my uncle's like, hey, did you use a condom last night? And I looked at him, and I was like, with who? I was here by myself, like, I don't know, who was who, I fucking? He's like, well, I don't know, maybe you were using one when you are jerking off, and Grant, I'm, I'm a 19-year-old kid, so I can be having this conversation with my uncle, which still is kind of uncomfortable, but at the same time funny, and I looked at him, I was like, why would I be jerking off by myself with a condom? Like, who who does that? And it, it opened up a lot more questions where I wanted to go in depth with him, like, do you do this? Like, do you go into the bathroom, like, I'm going to put a rubber on and just go to town with myself? I love the sensation of nothing. And so I was like, "No, nah, you think I'm using a condom on myself?" No, why are you asking me all these questions?" And he said, "Well, I came downstairs this morning. I saw something on the ground that I thought was a leaf and I picked it up and I realized it was a used dry condom." And I looked at him and I said, "Wait, did, what did you do with it?" He's like, "Well, I threw it away, but I freaked out for a moment." I was like, "So you were just holding some mystery condom?" And Sounds so like it made it, yeah. me think of another it made me think of another story that I know I've never told either of you. In high school, all right, what did you do with your spent condoms when you were a kid and you didn't want your parents or the girl's parents to find them? What did you do?
1: <clears throat> <laughs> oh, man. You know, I didn't give two shits. It was usually at the chick's house. Okay. So you just and left I... them in a the trash can there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: fair. That's fair. Yeah, I... Another fair answer I've gotten from a few people is they didn't use them. Like, right, well, there time. was a
1: few times like that. Yeah.
0: Okay. What about you, Mo?
2: I don't know. I I wasn't really sexually active in high school, so.
0: See, you guys. I I was always a responsible kid. I'd take that condom. I would take that condom. I'd shove it in a soda can with a wrapper, and then I'd crunch the soda can and throw it away. So you would never find
1: it. You're I such do a remember. Gentleman.
0: Yeah, I do remember once I accidentally left a condom in my friend's parents' room because he threw a party, and they found it. and They were really pissed.
1: I left one at Danny's house in his mom's room. Yep, yeah, I did that too. She was mad as fuck. Oh, God, she was so fucking mad. She chewed his ass. She thought it was him. And he was fucking, he threw me right under the bus. He's like, that wasn't me. That was that motherfucker. Oh, I was you. Oh, she was fucking furious. Well, she used to, we we're like 17 years old, and she'd buy us a couple of cases of beer and let us throw parties every weekend, and she'd leave.
0: Oh, that's on her then.
1: Well, fuck, what what's going to happen? People are going to anyway. fuck in your bed if you do that. Right.
0: <laughs> I always love the story when people are like, yeah, I throw the condom in the in, the, in the toilet in the flush, and I'm like, well, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, I, you know what? You're railing my daughter, fine. Don't destroy my plumbing at the same time. <laughs> like, that's right? all I'm asking. You're railing my daughter, that's painful enough. Like I don't want to think about that, but now you're going to make me have to snake out these pipes and get all these fucking rancid-ass condoms out with them blowing apart and your fucking spooge going everywhere? Now I'm even more pissed. Hey, man. But it brought me back to the mystery condom, Okay. So, at a certain point i started I started fucking with this guy, and this sounds, oh, that sounded bad. let me let me rephrase it <laughs> wait what i i so every time I would sleep with this chick and, and at the time we were in high school, my girlfriend was living with us because her mom kicked us out and i was getting nookie probably twice to three times a day because at that age you can just go all the time so i had two to three condoms a day and i was like well i don't have that many soda cans and so what i started doing is when i'd leave the house i'd shove in my pocket and as i was driving out of the neighborhood there was this pickup truck that never moved and as i drive past this pickup truck i would throw all my spent condoms in this pickup truck Now, think about this for a minute. This pickup truck never moves. It's two to three times a day. This dude, by the time he went out to his truck, okay, because I remember I saw the truck moved, and he was just out, and I saw him really pissed off. I was like, oh, fuck, that guy is furious. He probably found all the condoms. He must have gone out there and looked in the bed of his truck and found, like, 50 condoms just all over back there. Nowadays, this would have been a crime. People would have fucking come and arrested me for this. Oh, yeah. But after I noticed that he moved the truck and I realized he cleaned all the condoms out, I doubled down and started saving him for his truck. (laughs) I look back on it now, and I'm like, God, I was such a piece of shit. But at the same time, dude, that guy has got to be thinking, like, who the fuck is, one, who's fucking this much? Because I wish I was this guy. I wish I was this guy fucking this much. Two, who is doing this to me and why? And it was just a senseless act. But at the same time, I look back at it, and just like Jake's laughing his ass off right now, yeah, it is kind of funny. It is kind of funny.
1: I just picture the guy looking in the bed of his truck, and there's like a pile of condoms.
0: Well, and here's what makes this even worse. All though. half a pile of condoms. Would you guys be willing to venture a guess how many sperm a man makes every second?
1: It's a fuck ton.
0: A thousand. A thousand a second. That dude had billions of sperm in the bed wow. of his truck. And in the Vegas sun, those condoms must have just baked and baked and baked. So I I then feel bad because I'm picturing him peeling away that sticky condom, that crunchy thing as it breaks apart and the spooch just goes all over the bed of his truck.
2: No, the spooch is pretty hard by
0: then. Well, if it's inside a condom, it doesn't dry out, dude. It stays like a water balloon.
2: Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's rough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you thought but this it, it was a lighter e- subject. This is a disgusting I'm a subject. Yeah.
1: Well, he's a <laughs> throw up, man. You just took oh, it to a man. whole new level.
0: Oh, I'm waiting for the payback, man. I'm waiting for the payback. I know Mo <laughs> was not earlier, but I, I, I've been super sick this week, and we were talking about pranks when we were younger. Um, while our friend was here visiting, we had Fildo in town and uh, I was not feeling well, and him and one of my other buddies came over in the middle of the night. They brought me Gatorade and left it on my doorstep, but they also toilet papered my house. Oh, okay. And uh, my neighbors came out and like, hey, some teenagers got you? And I said, no, no, two cops in their 30s. I said, what? <laughs> I was like, two police officers in the 30s. And they just looked at me, and that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> they did not follow, no follow-up questions, no nothing, just like, well, I, 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 you could you could see it on their face that it wasn't computing, they're like, I I don't know how to respond to this guy's answer because I don't know if he's telling me the truth. Right. Um, but it was, uh, you know, the best prank, one of the funniest pranks that I, I think we ever played, and I know, Mo, you were there, is uh, we, we used to be uh, part of a, a department somewhere, and uh, there was a cop friend that we had. A who was police duty. department, you should say. Yeah, and we, we had a cop friend who was on patrol, and he was out <laughs> working, and, and he left his car at the station. And so he had a pe- pickup truck, and we lined the bed of his pickup truck with a visqueen and we had hoses all hooked up through this back of this police parking lot we're not in uniform or anything like that and we filled the bed of his truck with like 90 gallons of water we went out to the lake and caught some big ass carp and threw him in the bed of his truck and put some fucking palm fronds and shit all around his truck so it looked like a giant fish tank and when he got off his grave shift he was there and he calls us and he's screaming at us and i'm like i'm sleeping fuck you dude have fun with that that's a <laughs> prank and my buddy called me later and said you know what we, we saw him in the morning Out there standing in his truck trying to open the bed from the inside. And when he opened the bed of his truck, the water flushed him right out and landed on his ass out on the pavement with the cart flopping around. And he took out his baton and was beating him to death. And everybody at the station was just sitting there laughing their ass off at him. And I still to this day, I'm disappointed that I did not get to see that. But I'm also impressed that so many people congratulated us on that prank. Dude, people that... needless to
2: say are very high position now
0: yes a very high position um in fact one of the people and we will not name oh everybody knows where we're at uh yeah. the guy that was laughing at it is now the sheriff there uh, <laughs> but yeah really yeah he's now the sheriff and he thought it was a hilarious prank again it did not laugh much at all yeah. uh, but at they the still don't time, laugh time, much you know, you think, <laughs> No, no, yeah. he doesn't. But dude, that's that's how guys treat each other. Like that's that's the difference. Like if 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 girls went over and toilet papered somebody's house when they were sick, they'd be like, that's the most horrible person in the world. Like they're just, they're I just, just awful. I hope she fucking awful. dies. So, yeah. Sandra's such a bitch. Sandra's uh, such a bitch.
1: So last week, my boss told my boss tells me she's like, you know, shit's been it's we've been really busy and a lot of shit's been going on. And it's just the morale hasn't been that well. She's like, hey, liven it up around here a little bit. And now you guys gave me an idea i think i'm gonna have to start pulling some office pranks get some air horns get some fake mice i think no, no, air horns live in no. the place get some away.
2: dildos stick it on their cars n- n- no i can't <laughs> oh, my oh God. wait work yeah workplace never mind That
0: yeah it's not the, you're not michael scott jake you can't do the you can't get away with these things like you can't on the office.
1: yeah office. but i think uh, i think some air horns taped to the bottom of chairs and stuff really oh yeah happened this week.
0: Yeah. I like that. I do like that, dude. All right, hey. I, all right, so we, we have quite a few of these that come up that I bring into the uh, the show quite often, and it's the differences between men and women. So I need you guys to help me out real quick. I've st- I've taken a small poll. These <laughs> never poll. go well. Well, and you know what? Because <gasps> Why? I Why does it not go that... well? No, because I just is mean it based it's just, on lies?
1: they always f- no. It's always no. It, no, no. I'm just saying. It's always uh. out there, and it's funny as fuck. Okay. Oh yeah.
0: I walk yeah. around on a daily basis in my house. And all I do is dump out half drinking cans of sparkling water, half drinking (laughs) glasses of wine, half water bottles with no caps. And I go into my wife's car and she has a half a Starbucks. And, And here's the crazy part of this, man. This is what drives me absolutely insane. And when I ask her, she never gives me a legitimate answer that makes me feel satisfied. I say you buy a vente and you drink half of it. You buy a tall and you drink half of it. Why do you always just drink half? Why don't you just always buy a tall and just drink half of it? The amount of savings that we could have if you just cut back and quit wasting all these half drinks, would be able to put kids through college. Bernie Sanders would not have to be campaigning on his platform now, he would be able to be able to fund, he'd be able to fund all his programs off of women's waste because I asked all of my guy friends and they said, exact same thing, my wife probably wastes a half a bottle of wine a week. Why, just drink the fucking wine, you don't waste liquor, first of all. My but girlfriend's an alcoholic guys- so
2: she does not waste liquor.
0: But does she waste Starbucks? Do you when you get into her car? Does she have three or four half drinks no. At Starbucks?
1: No. No.
0: Really? Yeah. No. Really, Jake?
1: Oh man, you're gonna get me in trouble.
0: Your wife doesn't listen to the show anyway.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. So yes, yeah, no, half half drinks. Yes. The thing that gets me the most is you know, they don't put nothing away. Well, takes, Take some out of it. No, no, no. cup same thing. You finished with it, you go put it where it belongs. You don't leave it. I think part
0: of that's our mother. <laughs> because if we didn't put it away, our mother threw it away.
1: Oh, I do the same thing to the whole family. God, See? I get yelled at. Oh, I throw, did it, I throw did you, so much shit away. Did you hear, hear what you just said? Yeah, what?
0: You just became our mother.
1: Fuck. <laughs> <Nah>. So <laughs> the crow—the <laughs> the one that really gets me, man—the one that gets the crow—the one that get, really gets me—is like, I will get like Amazon packages, a small one, and send mm-hmm. it's in the mailbox. I'll throw it on the kitchen table. And like three fucking weeks ago, I moved this thing like four times. Like, what is this? I don't know. What the fuck did you order it for then? <laughs> well, I, be,
0: because it feels good to buy shit. I just had a thought. I'm going to go yeah. on this one, okay? Mm-hmm. So, there are a lot of green environmentalists out there. Would you agree? They're all up in arms, all that bullshit. How yeah, many of everything. those people who are talking about the Green New Deal and everything else order shit off of Amazon? What percentage of those people do you think do it?
1: All I'm of sure them. Everybody does. And fucking How Hub
2: and Uber Eats. Better questions
0: than doesn't. I'm just asking about Amazon specifically. Do you think I would see 80% of them order shit on Amazon on a weekly basis? Oh, yeah. Basis?
2: Where the fuck do you think they get all these fucking flags from?
0: Okay, here's the possible. Here's what I'm. looking <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty good. If you're ordering shit from Amazon and you're talking about how concerned you are about the environment, Amazon now must be the most, the number one. What's the word I'm looking for? Polluter. No, the number one purchaser of boxes, because everything you buy from Amazon now shows in up a in a an box. additional box what yeah. do you do with all those boxes i recycle those boxes but amazon if they were smart they would have like a box collection center somewhere in town where for they, reuse yeah where if you leave out like packages of amazon boxes on your doorstep because you order shit all the time the amazon driver when they drop off boxes pick up those boxes and take it with them to recycle them yes, yeah that's no, a that good idea be.
2: yeah oh my god you just came out with the solution for a problem Fuck, you're not working holy hey, shit, amazon
0: J- jeff bezos if you are listening Anybody on Twitter, let's let's Twitter this shit to Jeff Bezos. Let's see if we can get me a job at Amazon. I'm a problem solver, Jeff, okay? Look, here's my job pitch. This is an interview right now. I'm a problem solver. You give me complicated shit, I come up with a simple free solution. You've got drivers showing up to my doorstep all the time. Tell me to save the boxes, twine them up. If I save 20 boxes for you, you give me a $5 credit. That's probably worth it for you. Bang. That's Bam. Worth it
2: for the, but, but hold on, hold on. D- do you not see mm-hmm. the fucking problem here, okay?
0: you oh, i see all the problems no 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 no. you're not seeing <laughs> see the right problem, problem. Again, this is sorry. my job <laughs> interview yeah this is not my job seen... interview i see every problem all right remember uh, uh, okay
2: right but first of all okay. you gotta wear glasses reading glasses because okay. your vision is okay. good okay. and you gotta smoke pipe if you want to be that guy that literally solves problems but anyway okay
0: well when i get better i will all
2: right <laughs> okay so um you noticed the problem and you immediately came up with the solution with it you did not attack amazon you did not blame capitalism and and you just like you know and, and i wonder if people did that more often if we still have like a lot of like headaches and problems and finding
0: solutions finding problems is easy everybody and you know what this that comes back from that bullshit corporate speak but it's one of the few things that when you actually work out in the corporate world i always stayed true to it when i have a team and they come to me with a problem all right that's your problem what's your solution now you have recognized a problem i want to hear your solution it might be a shit solution Their solution for my box idea might have been like, hey, I'm going to compost in my backyard. All right, that's a great solution because it's still, it's zero, it's net negative, all that kind of stuff. You know, it doesn't necessarily do, but whatever. It's still a solution. It's better than throwing it in a landfill. Whatever it might be. Their solution also might be like, I need to grind it up and feed it to my children in their oatmeal. Bad solution. Let's find a better solution. Now that you brought this to my attention, you have a, yeah,
1: you dude,
0: fuck. When was the last time you ate a Taco Bell?
1: I, I fucking years. Oh, well, you're you're our fast food connoisseur expert. Oh, I don't know. Do you eat at Taco
0: Bell? Not really. Dude, I ate at Taco Bell probably uh, eight months ago. I stopped by and I was like, I got to try it. You know, I'm hungry. I'm right here. It was next to a Home Depot. I said, hey, all the laborers are going there. Why not? I'm going to go stop at Taco Bell. I got a bean and beef burrito and I it, bit into it. I don't think the beans or the beef were actually
1: food. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. think
0: it's meat anymore. It Is was, it an was an impossible so awful. No, it was impossible <laughs> because there was there's no possible way that it was actually able to be passed as food. I don't know how they're selling it. <laughs> it's like when you go to a a smoke shop and they're selling bath salts as like a bath salt and not something to be ingested you're like all right i know you're full of shit." this bong is supposed to be used for tobacco only i also know you're full of shit. no this is not food this is just a substitute but for some reason people are shoving this in their face
2: yeah i don't i don't really like fast food like that anymore dude i like clean fast food
0: I will give you this man there was actually a, a feel good story out there again here goes back to our conversation from our lost episode last week so I hope it actually comes out because uh, if Cass can figure out how to fix our audio it'd be kind of nice because I think we actually had a great episode last week but we were talking about the companies starting to go and actually push society to be a little bit better I don't know if you guys saw what Burger King did for McDonald's this week did you see it
1: <laughs> no
0: Okay, so McDonald's has a one-day event where when they sell, I think it's on Big Mac or whatever on their menu, they donate the proceeds of that sandwich to charity. It goes to the Romano McDonald House. Burger King across the country said, hey, for this one day to support McDonald's, we want you to go to support this charity. We are not selling our number one selling burger, the Whopper. Go to our competitor to help their charity. And I was like,
2: damn. Heartfelt story on Facebook. And people are, like, tagging you know people. Oh, my God. No, That's so
1: cool. No, <laughs> that's, that's a great, great strategy. That's a fuck,
2: yeah, that's a genius but marketing strategy. Don't think the CEO of Burger King was on, like, tears. Like, oh, yes, McDonald's no, do it. not it's at like, all. Ah.
0: It's a win-win. It's a win-win mm-hmm. because he knows it's not going into their profit share. It's not going into their back dollar. It's going to a charity. So, hey, we're going to look good for free. We Mm -hmm. do nothing. Like, yeah, we lose our burger for the day. But realistically, this day, we already know our sales slump because of this charity event. People go to McDonald's anyway instead of Burger King for this charity event. So we're going to go ahead and get rid of a few sales of one particular sandwich. We might lose a little bit of money. McDonald's is going to make a bunch, but they're going to donate a bunch to charity. We get to look good. They get to look good. And it makes it look good to the general public. I thought it was a genius marketing move. It That's is. That's the kind of shit that yeah. needs to start changing. And as soon as companies start doing that, I think you're going to slowly start to see a societal change. Another fun fact, did you guys see how much the GOP has raised this quarter? For Donald no, Trump? Hundred and, yeah, $145 million yeah. in a quarter, one of the largest campaign growth spans or whatever it is in campaign election history.
1: Well, here's something funny. I logged on to YouTube tonight before the show and I put on a concert I was listening to. What concert? Tell me, tell me, tell me. I love music. Tell me. I for dude, I forget. Oh. So you missed. You were you were on late. So you missed. So, <laughs> but there was a. It was an ad for Donald Trump, and it was him doing some YouTube ad. And I'm like, what? And the fuck is this shit? Oh, YouTube actually allowed that. Google allowed that? this
0: band is amazing. It's great. It's so no. great. This band is so amazing and great. They're almost like me.
1: He was asking for <laughs> people to join his cause. What's his cause? Hey, Amen. I have no fucking idea. i not. You know me. I'm not political. Mm-hmm. I give two fucking shits. Stay away from me, and I'll stay away from you. His cause
0: is to get the people out of the goddamn circle of incompetence. <laughs> I think that's what it is, man.
2: Yeah, you think so?
0: I have no idea. You know what, dude? The guy just goes up and talks, and people listen. I don't think anyone gives a shit. <laughs> no, I think
2: I think certain people definitely give a shit because they I, take it way I, too serious. Well, no, I really. But you're think right.
1: it's The people. A lot of it is for the people that there's complete morons that follow that guy, but there's a lot of people that it's just a big fuck you to the system, and well, I think that's a big part of it. I'll tell you people one of my is right, right are the yeah. same shit. Right, I'm sick right. of being called racist. Sense. Yeah, I'm fucking sick of that too.
0: You know, I, it, 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 so that's the kind of shit that, uh, you know what? I'm going to change the subject. I'm going to change the subject. I yeah, got a let's, story let's for go. you guys. Let's I got, a, I got a story there, for right? you guys. There's two fun facts. All right. Well, I, I learned this one the other day. Do you guys know spiders don't have muscles?
1: Yeah. You yeah. told us about this. shit. I did. Oh shit. I got to yeah. delete that out of here. All right. I got another yeah. one. So, you know, oh fuck dude. You guys <laughs> assholes. All right. What
0: age do you have to be when you can switch to tidy whiteys?
1: never fuck that shit i'm gonna yeah. let them fuckers hang to the floor
2: mm-hmm. so so With my big fucking balls when i'm 80 and they're dangling down to my
0: fucking knees yeah i don't i i need the support for my carriage okay i've got to tell you that That's and, your so i've gone to boxer briefs and i do appreciate my boxer briefs mm-hmm. but i was looking at a package of white t- jake do you hmm. do you we were at a walmart God, ages
1: ago. Oh, I do remember that. Thank yeah, you, you, by the you way. You went to
0: go buy some fucking, uh, oh, fuck. some whitey tighties, and, and you were in the line, and I looked at you, I was like, bro, you're buying thongs. Like, what the fuck is this? He's buying a package of white thongs, and he's like, oh, <sighs> shit. But by that time, he was already in the front of the line, and the cashier just kind of gave him that look, like, yeah, what the fuck are you
1: buying? Yeah. Got I, got right fu- out. I got right out of the line and went and got the fucking yeah. right ones.
0: You know, I got, I got a good thong story. All right, so... I was like 16 and I was coming home and somebody had gotten me a gift of an elephant thong, one of those novelty elephant thongs. And I shoved it under my mattress because I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm ever gonna do with this thing, I, I don't want to find it. So I shoved it under the mattress. And oh
1: no. So I
0: come home from school and my mom is cleaning my room. She's fully clothed, but she has this elephant thong on when I come into the room. And she's like, what is this? And she's wagging this elephant thong around. And I was like, oh, my God. And then the worst part is she's like, what's really sad is there's still a lot of stuffing left in this trunk. And I was like, oh, my God. My mom just fucking hardcore burned me. And I cannot admit to her that this was a funny joke. I oftentimes do think back on that night and laugh my ass off. Because realistically, my mom was hilarious. That was a great burn but I can never give her the credit for it.
1: Yeah, mom is... She has her mom. <coughs> she is not yeah, shy she, about getting get people. Nope. God damn, that's hilarious.
0: Oh, boy. You guys oh got anything else you need to talk about this week? I got some other shit we can go off of, but uh, it's just all kind of
1: non-sequiturs, man. Do we need to uh, go through my weekly HVAC story?
0: Yeah, we can. I got, I got one more. I got one okay. more. And Shoot. I don't know... I, I talked to my wife about this one, and I don't know. Monir, I, in elementary school, you were in Egypt, right? Yes. Did you ever have to play the recorder? That little weird stupid flute thing that like every kid here played in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Nope. I was, I was an accordion player. Oh, Jesus. That's even worse. Mm. Fucking going to get a mariachi band? No. Fucking, you have a big guitar too? One of those fucking ridiculous giant big guitars? No. Anyway, so here in America, you have to play a recorder. It's a stupid ass flute. And you have the option to buy one, and they're like five bucks. Or, Jake, what do you use? Yes.
1: Your hand-me-down recorder.
0: Which was where in the classroom?
1: Ah, Fuck, I don't remember.
0: It was in a big five-gallon bucket full of bleach water. Do you remember that?
1: Oh yeah, that's right. And so you'd walk
0: into class, and if you didn't bring your recorder, or if you didn't have one, you had to use one of the other ones in the classroom. And some asshole kid—I don't know who these kids are—but they would always chew on the end of their recorder. Like, are you like, are you fucking rat? Like, what is wrong? Like, why are you chewing on this plastic thing? Are you sitting in your? Like, do you have an oral fixation where you have to have something in your? Okay, anyway. So you'd pull this recorder out of this weird, shitty, soapy, bleachy water, and it would always have that weird bleachy smell, and you'd get that bleach flavor in your mouth. And all I could ever think about is how fucking disgusting it was. And is the school that sheep that you had to play that particular instrument? They had a classroom full of instruments. You had a fucking orchestra at your disposal of children, and yet you made us all pick up this stupid-ass recorder and play Mary Had a Little Lamb.
1: Hmm. I
0: don't get it. Did, and, and,
1: and, you know, and they make, sounded like shit too. They
0: sounded like shit. They sounded like shit, and it was it's it's ubiquitous across the American school system. And oh you know I'm getting on, I'm going to go on a rant about the school system for just Hit a second, it. okay? I am convinced that the school system does not want to teach you about healthcare. care. It does not want to teach you about credit cards. It does not want to teach you about anything that is actually usable in life because then they are able to screw you over when you walk into these places. When you go and buy a car and you have a loan out, and then in three years that car shits out and they're like, oh, just trade it in. You can roll that loan into the next loan. And all of a sudden you have a $35,000 for a Geo Metro. You are screwed. You're gonna drive that Metro into the ground in two and a half years and have to roll that $35,000 loan into another loan and you're gonna want a nicer car because you remember how much you hated your Metro. Now all of a sudden you're driving a a $90,000 Ford Focus. And and, and you're never able to get out of that cycle. It's It's not necessarily the system out in the world that screws a lot of people. It's the school system for not educating them. And shame on country for having their common core where they can try to teach you math, but they can't teach you how to do the basic fundamental shit that you're going to need in your adult life.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Josh and I had the same teacher in fifth grade. Um, Different years, of course. But there was something that she did that really um, just kind of helped understand how to manage money. She had... Iola land cash it was her last name and she created her own currency you got to pay for stuff you had to pay to go to the bathroom you had to pay to like sharpen your pencil there was just silly things that you had to pay for but you could buy cool shit too like she'd have little surprises that you could buy um, and then you earn the cash by doing good things around the classroom or helping out or cleaning and it, it just it taught you a responsibility in fifth grade they were teaching that and I there's no my daughter's You know, she's only in what third, second grade now, but they don't teach anything like life. Go
0: a little bit further with that, because she really did do something cool. She held actual fundraisers all year long. We'd sell pickles and snow cones and chocolate and all that crap to raise real money. At the end of the year, the big payoff was is that she would have every student. They'd form a group. So whoever you wanted to in the class, you'd form a group and you'd open a business. And at the end of the year, you had a mall where she would then pass out this money to the rest of the entire school. So the teachers would hand it out to kids and all the other classes. She would give you real money to go out and buy stuff for your store. And she wanted to see who would have the most successful store. If you had the most successful store, you got to keep a true portion of your profits. And you also won a prize. That was one of the coolest things because it really did teach you responsibility. It taught you about real money. It taught you about a job and it taught you how to go to work and how to do stuff. And here's what ended up happening because I ended up running into a teacher years later uh, and talked to her and asked her about this te- uh, the, our teacher who actually, unfortunately, has now passed away. But what she said is, yeah, one year they did it. And there was a group of parents who were so angry because their students didn't make the most money and didn't win that they complained about it being unfair and the school had to shut her whole classroom economy down. She was no longer able to give out money because it was too unfair. Giving fake money out was too unfair.
1: She had that for years. She did it. I remember hearing about. I remember participating in as a first grader at that school. She, I mean, she did it did for, for twenty
0: five years. years. For twenty five years, wow. she did this and taught kids this. Now, let me tell you something about this teacher. Hey, she hold on, hold
2: on, fe- hold on, hold on. Just a quick thought: How much you want to bet these parents were from California?
0: I have no idea. I know. I'm I honestly don't. Yeah. Carry on. here's what I think here's what really gets me she was one of the very few teachers who she was such a good teacher when you were in her classroom and these people felt like they were way older but they were probably only 2022 20, but she would have so many former students from years ago come in and she would remember every single one of their names and they absolutely loved her I remember going back as like an 18 year old 19 year old, and talking to her class, saying how great and amazing her class was, and how her students loved her. She was tough, she was hard, but she taught you real things to use in life. And then you have one group of parents, one group of parents who now just took that experience away from hundreds of kids because they're upset because their kid didn't win. Their kid didn't get a participation trophy because their kid didn't open a nacho stand and make the most money because they were selling a tray of nachos for a buck. And they were selling some bullshit bedazzled dog necklace collar bullshit that, you know, it was only made for one stupid-sized chihuahua. You know, because that... I remember in my class, the kids with nachos made a ton of money. There was some kid who made bedazzled dog collars and sold, like, one because he was selling them for, like, $15 a piece.
2: Nobody oh in school got money like that.
0: Well, it's fake money. It's fake money. It didn't matter, but he's selling for Still, like if it's fake money,
2: it's $15 on that.
0: <clears throat> but these kids were coming in with like five bucks. Well, you've just priced everybody out of the market. Hey, guess what? You just learned a really important lesson of business. You're fucking dumb and you shouldn't be in it. Guess what? Have fun working at McDonald's. Now this is the asshole who's telling me that he needs a job because he has no skills. No, you're just dumb. You should have paid attention in that class. Go sell nachos. <laughs> right. Sorry. You got me all worked up, Jake. All worked about this shit. No,
1: this was an awesome teacher, man. It's something that irks me. I, I try and teach that stuff to my girls. You know, know, I had
0: one other teacher that I was impressed with, and and he said, "Look, we're gonna run through our course curriculum really fast." And in the fourth quarter, in the last part of the year, for the last three weeks, he's like, "I know you're gonna want to ditch, but I need you to show up to my class because I'm gonna teach you shit that you can use in your life." Dude, he taught us about interest rates, he taught us about credit cards, he taught us how to stay out of credit card debt, he told us how to, um, I mean, go through and look at health insurance and how premiums work. He went through all of that with us because here we are, I mean, it's our senior year, and we're 17, 18, we're about to go step out into this world, and he had us take meticulous notes, and dude, he's like, here are all the mistakes I made here's what benefits look like here are all your different benefit packages here's why it's important to you now and here's and he broke it all out it was not part of the curriculum and i'll tell you right now if you had one t or one parent there that went in and complained he would probably be written up and probably reprimanded for not following bullshit common core because he's trying to protect the kids in that classroom from getting screwed over by life later on right yeah that makes sense it's a trip. Yeah, I did not lighten that conversation up.
1: No, and that's <laughs> no, but legitimately, this is why as a parent you need to take the time to teach those those skills and those thought processes. You know, I actually sat I was teaching, sitting down with my daughter tonight and she said, Well when I we were just talking during dinner. And she said something to the fact like, I can't wait till I grow up. She's like, I'll I'll know it all. And I said, Honey, there's something I want you to understand. I said that you never figure it all out. I go, you just do the best you can. I'm like you're never gonna have all the answers. I said, people are just people. I said nothing changes. And it kinda hit her, but you try to explain these things and these concepts and different ways of thinking than they teach in school because I really don't think that they have the best interest of the of the person at heart.
0: I was watching a clip and I know these clips that you see online. I I know some of them may be doctored and some of them, they they are out there for eight hours and they find the most salacious or the most, you know, captivating ones. And they had five pictures for people. And they were like, name them from best to worst, you know, put them in order or whatever. And they changed. It would be like Obama, Mussolini, Stalin, Hillary, uh, you know, people, uh, Sarah Palin, whatever, all that bullshit. And they'd lay them out and what amazed me in this clip is that all these people were putting, you know, one person put Trump worse than Hitler, and they're like, you know, so you're telling me Trump's worse than Hitler, Yeah. And they're like, well, name one thing that Trump's done that's worse than Hitler. And they're like, well, he talks about building a wall. And they're like, so talking about building a wall is wor- worse than killing six million Jews? And the kid's like 17, 18, or 19, I mean, they're in college, and they looked over and they're like, Hitler killed Jews? And all I thought about was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You, whoa, you, you don't even know
1: what, what Hitler
0: did, but yet you're you're already saying like Nazi and and this, and then he was like, and so you're saying Stalin, who could have killed twelve million people, is better than Hitler? And they're like, Stalin killed. I, who, 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 when did he do that? Well, during World War Two in Russia. Uh, I, I had no idea. And then it No,
2: because no, Stalin didn't kill people during World War II in Russia. It was uh, prior or when he came to office. And
0: uh, It takes a long time to kill. But t- and, and you yeah, know what? His, it was his num- over his it numbers was after are the war,
2: too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: His numbers are unconfirmed. But right. either way, the potential of killing 12 million people, and these people have no idea. They have no idea the amount of life that these people took. And all they're doing is just feeding off the same bullshit that's part of the problem if you don't know the history of where you're coming from hey maybe that's why ai is coming back to visit us they're like hey we got to figure out what the hell's going on here because we can't make these same mistakes we're starting a genocide and we're killing old apple products now all right those apple products are important all right they've been through a lot they, they have trudged through the deserts okay for 400 years the apple products have wandered trying to find a new home and now we're over here killing and slaughtering them. We need to respect these apple products. Maybe that's what's going on, dude. Yeah.
1: I'm awesome. just hoping that I'm just really, really hoping it's Android on the other side of that.
0: Killing the Apple products? Who, no. You want I'm Android to be uh, the Jews? No, I'm trying to understand.
1: No, 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 no. I I think we have to persecute the androids. Oh shit, dude. That's me. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs>
0: Persecute the androids. Uh, oh, man. Oh, why? Yeah. It's like Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But you know that, that's really because if these kids don't, if they're not understanding the history behind it and they need to have that sugar-coated world, what's going to end up happening is they're going to forget about it, and that's how shit happens. You can't forget about the horrible shit. Covering no. up these statues in the South, it's, it's stupid. It's stupid to cover them up and tear them down. No, you put it up and say, hey, this is a big mistake. Let's not make this big fucking mistake again.
2: Mm, you're a big hey, this yeah this oh, i know <laughs> for me saying that but yeah. here's a
0: learning experience this is a horrible way to treat people let's make sure we never do this again no 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 no. can't say that that's too hard for me to look at well maybe, mir- may, well, maybe
2: the liberals are taking it down so they can fucking do it again maybe that's the whole idea of taking it down so they can repeat it again since they're the ones who started it anyway
0: hey man I I don't know what the end game is I don't know what the end game
2: is hey that thing you shared on Twitter with the old with the elder lady and mm-hmm. and Antifa and, and blocking her you know um I believe that was Dave Rubin there speaking and Antifa was there of course protesting like yes. what will that achieve yeah. like th- that will provoke people like that, that <laughs> I, I just don't see how that benefits Sad anybody. Part?
0: yeah that's in Canada that was in Canada
2: holy fucking Canada
0: yeah, wow! So I thought that Canada, was Portland. Canadians no, not, do that now. We are not seeing any of the news coming out of Canada with Trudeau for the most part, for some reason. Um, but there are a ton of protests up there right now going on, similar to what we see here, and a lot of people are calling for Trudeau to be kicked out. You know, the whole saying of Trudeau must go has been everywhere going around up there, and I, I don't know, man. It, it, it's it's that wave that's spreading, and it's spreading everywhere all of a sudden, pretty quickly. And I think you're starting to see the backswell of people with logic who are like, hey, I just want to go ahead and be left alone, live my life on a regular basis day to day. But see, you're not
2: left alone. Like, see, that's that's the problem. Like, that's what everybody's saying. Like, that's how Republicans lost fucking everything. First, they said we want these values and those morals, blah, blah, blah. Then they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We just want to be left alone with our guns, and we don't want to be taxed to death. Like we don't See, care. I, and then you're going
0: and, into the Republican and left again. I don't think that a lot of these people fit into those categories because in I, Canada, I, I, no, I know, that's man. a
2: whole different story. In Canada, well, in Canada, they're that's just so hear. weird.
0: Here, okay. I think within a very short period of time, I, I think after this whole Trump run thing ends. You're gonna see a major splintering, and you're gonna have a logic party. I think you're gonna see a true yeah, party because
2: majority to come of the nation is moderates in everything. Yeah, there is no, you know, it's just some people prefer to be taxless.
1: I, I think
0: you're gonna see a lot of candidates like a Tulsi Gabbard coming out, or or some of these other ones kind of coming out, and they're just gonna be like, hey, like we need to just just chill out. Hey, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know if you guys have seen this video. I gotta see if I can find this video for you real quick. Okay, there's a video of a Southwest. Uh, I was just laughing because uh, my, my man Dan Crenshaw put it up. Um, but there was a video out there of a Southwest cart going ballistic. Have you seen this yet? No. It's, it's
2: oh, yeah, 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 Southwest it's yeah. we Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it.
0: Yeah. Drink cart video. And I'm going to send it to you guys real quick. It was just fucking hilarious. It's going out of control. Ah, where is it? The best part of that video, did you notice the very end of it, Mo? When she comes in with the the chick comes in with this giant like uh, front loader thing and then just rips this cart apart all right so I sent you this video dude watch it here's the best thing so there's all these guys standing around and there's this drink cart like that's re- refilling the plane, <laughs> and it's just spinning in circles at the end of it if you look closely there's a chick that jumps on this thing the chick comes and saves the day no one is talking about how badass that chick is yeah she comes in and just rocks that thing and you know what her boss better give her some sort of fucking award but you know what getting
1: really close to the plane exactly oh yeah she saved the day she
0: saves that plane because if that thing hits that landing gear that plane is falling that plane is way more fucking expensive than that drink cart golf cart ever is yeah she She rocks that thing I am going to be curious if it comes out in the news. I want to know. I want to know who that person is, and here's why. Let's try to find her. I know our audience out there may not be super huge, but let's try to find this lady. I want to find out if she gets in trouble or if she has to go take a drug test because she was in a work accident. To me, she's not in a work accident. She was in a work. I just saved a bunch of fucking money.
1: She (laughs)
0: she should be given an award her quick thinking saved tens of thousands of dollars and potentially saved somebody from getting hurt
1: there's eight other people standing around just watching just yep. watching she and she's she's waiting you watch this lady in the video and she kind of waits and she dips back gets out of the way Dips back again and takes off running, hops on a forklift and just comes in like a fucking badass. She Smokes just comes in like a it.
0: badass, and she and you. The best part, she just gets off that thing when she's done. She's like, "Fuck it, what do you want from me?" Like that's it's, my it's, job. yeah,
1: just totally gangster. Hopped she off, is like, so fucking assholes. gangster. She... I hope
0: fucking Snoop Dogg calls her and be like, "Yo, come party with me for a night." That's your reward for being such a badass, Snoop. Let's make this happen.
1: Let's do it. Oh, yeah, that just randomly happened, calling out Snoop.
0: That's I'm nice. calling out Snoop, because you know what, dude? That's such a badass move. I feel like that's something like, hey, when he looks at it, he's like, damn, that bitch is fly. Where is <laughs> Snoop, man? You don't see Snoop anymore. I know about he, he's he's kinda... got that show with Martha, but, dude, he's not the same Snoop Dogg out and about all the time anymore. Dude, man, he's, he's old.
1: 50. How fucking old is he? In his 60s? Oh, we got to no, find out. 50s? How old is Snoop Dogg? How old is Snoop dude, Dogg? Like all right, let's take a bet. four I bet you Snoop Dogg's no. almost 60. He's in his fifties for sure. I okay. bet you he's almost Google sixty. It. Go how, ahead. How much
0: you guys want to bet? What are we gonna say? What are we gonna say? Who? who uh, what do you got? Mo? I what, say fifty-three.
1: Say, Mo? 53? Fifty-three.
0: Mo? Uh, Forty-five. Shit, dude! I said sixty-three. I was way off. He is forty-seven years old.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
0: that is it. He looks grizzled as fuck, though, man. The amount of smoke that guy's around is the
1: dreads. Yeah, he's he's so skinny. Yeah, he looks healthy. Yeah, he looks the same, dude. He looks like a vegan. Fuck, you know what's real sad? What's that? You was know really sad? He's only 10 years older than me. Damn. <laughs> I was so <not> sad. <laughs> Damn. Uh, it's, what do you mean, I was that sad? That's fucking sad. I'm old, man. Dude, is Eminem that's a, still that's relevant? A fucking is dude pre- still around? Nah, he just yeah, pops he up here and there, bashes
2: Trump, and just disappears.
1: What? Dude, he just released two new albums recently. Was that last? He's he's been arguing doing some battle shit with Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, That's, is he, is like he like trying to help year. the
0: people in Detroit? Like, he's got a ton of money. Has he fixed that water situation in Flint? No, because he's a Michigan no. boy.
2: That's not no. important. No. No. No.
0: no. Huh? What happened to the water in Flint? Does anyone give a shit about those people anymore?
2: I, I think they're still fucked. Yeah. Okay. I, I think still bad. Nothing. Yeah. No.
0: Okay, yep. well, I guess we're gonna wrap it up now, huh?
2: All right, <laughs> that worked. <laughs>
0: I'm going to apologize in advance to everybody that's listening to this week's episode because that flow was like, hey, we're going to bring it up. We're going to talk about some music and have fun. Here's some really depressing shit. Hey, here's some really heady shit about aliens. All right, let's get really fucking depressing again. All right, we're going to try to bring it up, but we're fucking totally toying with you. Here's some more depressing shit. We're going to end it with this bitch that we're going uh, to, I'm sorry, we're going to end it with this hero who saves a plane that we're going to try to hook up with Snoop Dogg so she can hang out with him for a day. I'm going to feel really bad if that's a man with just really big tits. <laughs> oh yeah! Look at me, it's a possibility I thought it was a woman it looks like she has a ponytail I thought she was just a badass woman I hope that's the case I hope she showed up all those dudes and then later just was sitting in the break room eating her fucking microwave burrito like nothing happened and they were like hey Tr- uh, Trina that was super awesome she's like what this burrito yeah this burrito's pretty cool <laughs> I'm watching the Parkers right now can you leave me alone okay because mm-hmm. when I'm doing the Parkers Maury's on okay I'm going to finish my burrito now thank you I hope that's how that situation
1: goes. (laughs) Why does it have to be a burrito? You know what? What you need to do is. Why can't it be a burrito? Black
0: people can't eat burritos now, dude. Dude, You're fucking racist. You're fucking judging this black woman for eating a burrito. You're an asshole. You need to
1: try and get her on the show. I should. We need to reach out to her, and we need to talk to her, and we need to thank her.
0: I sh- do. You know what?
1: For I'm- the airline, and then we'll rub it in their face that they're assholes for not thanking her.
0: I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna see if we can get this woman on. Cause you know what? I want to tell her how bad of a badass I think she is. She was. That was just such. A- <laughs> it was such a just a cool, calm, collected. Like you see her calculating. She's like, I got the perfect idea. That woman, you know what she needs? She not only does she need a big bonus, she needs a promotion. She's a she's a problem solver like I am. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, this is a joint interview. I hire them as a team and this lady. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna be a team. I'm gonna team up with this lady. She's gonna be the you know, the, the gangster division and she's gonna help me with the really big gangster problems. Because she's just a badass, dude. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, if if there's a man that wants to fight, I'm going to trust her to fight this man instead of me. I'm just going to be honest.
1: Make she, sure you get that uh, video up on Twitter, man. Hmm.
0: Uh, I, I have it. It's up there, dude. I threw it up earlier. I retweeted it. There was one that was uh, cracked me up. The one that Dan Crenshaw posted was uh, the cart flying around with a little flag that says socialism. And it says socialism is going to work. It's like this time, this time, this time, and then uh, the lady comes flying in on reality, and her little scoop is reality, and it just takes that card out. And you're like, all that's right, hilarious. there you go. Yeah, that's why I like Dan Crenshaw, man. That be- that guy better run for president. All right, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up since we are running a little fat tonight. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say thank you to everybody who has listened. Our recent Twitter followers, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are growing our network, so I do appreciate it. If you could continue to subscribe, like to the show, uh, try that again. If you could continue <laughs> to subscribe, like the show, follow us on Twitter at TOD podcast. Share the show with a friend and continue to melt the snowflakes one at a time. All right, everybody, thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week.